as you know, for us, this is a very different way to celebrate liturgy. We're not used to having the pews empty, but we are grateful that at, the, at least from the safety of your homes, that you are able to pray with us and you are able to participate in the divine liturgy through your prayers. As you know, these are difficult times. They're very strange times. We keep saying that every day is a new reality. Things are so fluid. They change constantly. And today, I'm going to tell you a story that most of you know fairly well, although parts of it might be new. We human beings throughout history, when dealing with difficult days, with hard times, with various obstacles in life, we tend to ask questions. And typically, that question tends to be, why? And of course, you know that that question is very difficult to answer. But we have an opportunity not so much to understand the why, but to understand the how. We Orthodox Christians are able to look into our history and to find inspiration, hope, courage, and faith from the person of Jesus Christ. The story that I said most of us know is that Christ was born in this world to the Virgin Mary. He grew up, he performed miracles, he became popular amongst the people. They wanted to get a glimpse of him, to see who he was, to get a chance to hear him speak, and perhaps be lucky enough to see him perform a miracle. He gathered his students, the holy apostles, whom he taught. Imagine the apostles had the opportunity to listen to him. Every day, they had a chance to hear him teach them and to have him as their teacher. He was betrayed, arrested, beaten, spit on, mocked, imprisoned, and in a very barbaric way, but a very common way in the time, in the time of Christ, he was sentenced to death on the cross. They nailed his hands and his feet to the cross. Later, they stabbed his side to see if he was alive or dead. What's interesting is that the apostles went into panic mode. They believed that Christ was going to free them from Roman rule and also be the long-awaited Messiah. Seeing him dying on the cross, arrested and dying on the cross, was confusing for them. They were sad, angry, afraid, surely afraid that they would be next to be rounded up by the Jewish leaders and also sentenced to death with their teacher. And so they went and they hid in a second story of a building which still stands today in the old city of Jerusalem. As the scripture says, they locked the doors and the windows. And there they sat wondering 
Why? Afraid, confused, angry. And when we are at our lowest points in life, God does not abandon us, but he comes ever nearer to us. Christ appears in this room. They see him eat and drink. You know that later Thomas asked to see the holes in his hands and his feet in his side. Perhaps to even put his finger there and to test and see if it was indeed the same man who was dead on the cross. Having understood and having proclaimed the confession of faith, Thomas says, my Lord and my God. And for the first time in human history, people believed that death was not the end. They were filled with incredible hope, with courage, with faith. The apostles, so much so that they left their place of hiding and they went throughout the world teaching Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected. The same hope and courage and faith existed in the first Christians, the apostles, after the apostles, who faced with great tortures and persecution, stayed strong in their faith, courageous and hopeful, many times giving their lives freely for Christ's sake. Hope, courage, and faith exist, existed in our ancestors, those of us with Greek ancestry, but in many others as well. When the Ottoman enslavement took place, the occupation of Greece, and for so long our ancestors, and many times, sacrificing everything to ensure that the future generation, us, have the opportunity and the freedom to worship Christ as Orthodox Christians. These concepts of hope, courage, and faith need to exist in us today, for we too are Orthodox Christians, having inherited from the Apostles the true faith and attempting to preserve that tradition and truth. We too should share in hope and courage and faith during these difficult times. The cross is planted in the middle of Lent to inspire us to continue on, to give us hope, courage, and faith. As difficult as this, as this time has been, as I have said before, there may be hidden blessings and silver linings popping up everywhere. In the gospel today, Mark tells us, whoever wishes to come after me, Mark reminds us that Christ told us, whoever wishes to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow. Today we are reminded what it means to take up one's cross. In our tradition, there are two meanings, really. One is to crucify all that is wrong with us, all that distorts the icon of Christ within us, judgment, anger, jealousy, gossip, and so on and so forth. 
But there's also another meaning of taking up one's cross. And that is that when we encounter difficulties and hardships, that the way that we deal with them is considered taking up our cross following Christ. In other words, in our current situation, if we can deal with it in an orthodox way, which means with peace, with humility, with courage, without judgment, we end up following Christ. And yet there is another silver lining in our current situation. And that is that we have an incredible opportunity to show love. In the early church, as I have said many times, when the emperor gave an edict to round up all the Christians and kill them, one of the governors said, wrote to the emperor and he said, it's difficult to figure out which are the Christians because they're only Christians in secret. The Christians, of course, were not openly Christians in the first few centuries, not always anyway, out of fear that they would be rounded up and killed and tortured. And when the governor asked the emperor for help, the emperor said, you will identify the Christians by their love. And in our current situation, in this difficult time dealing with this terrible virus, we have an opportunity to truly be Orthodox Christians and to be identified by our love. For most, that might just mean that we responsibly follow the directions of the medical professionals and the local authorities. And that we do our best to not put others in danger. For others, it might mean that we can support those who need help. In this parish in the last week, it has been incredible to witness how a parish mobilizes in the time of need. From people who have been up night and day setting up Virtual, virtual capabilities so that we can continue our Sunday school and Greek school and ministries from the safety of our home. To the stewardship committee and the young adults who are reaching out to every parishioner over the last few years to ensure that if anyone needs groceries or medicines delivered and are not able to go out themselves or should not go out themselves that we can provide. This is showing love. This is being orthodox. This is the opportunity that we have been given at this time. Blessings exist throughout the situation and more will come up constantly. Our prayer is that we all can capably and faithfully and boldly and with great hope lift up our cross and follow our Lord and that others will identify us as Orthodox Christians not by what we write on social media, not necessarily by what we say, but by our love.
by our actions, by what we do for one another. We long for the moment when our church can be full again with all of you. And may God allow our love to bring in many, many more into orthodoxy and into this historic building and parish. We pray for you. We love all of you. And we pray for the moment that we can be together again, serving and praying in this parish. May God be with all of you. As you know, there are announcements that go out through email and social media. There will be a Greek version of the words that I said today that will be sent as a separate video so that you can share it perhaps with people that do not understand the English language. I know there are many yayades and papudes that are missing church, and we'll do our best to have that available in the next few days that you may share with those who would like it. Although we are separated, we are still united in the faith, we're united as a family, we are still available for pastoral concerns and questions. We ask that you pray for us as we pray for you. Amin. Kalidin.